0: Hey, Pastor, Kevin Ezo here from the North American Mission Board. Hey, these are trying times. It's a time of crisis, but never is it more important for you to take care of yourself and take care of those serving around you. So I wanna encourage you as you listen to this podcast about soul care and self-care, now is the time. As you take care of others, you must start with yourself. Grateful for you and for all that you're doing. Welcome to Quick Takes with Kevin, a weekly podcast about leadership, life, and ministry with Kevin Ezel, president of the North American Mission Board. Each week, Kevin will be focusing on how pastors can keep their souls healthy in the midst of the demands and challenges of everyday life. Now, here's your host, Kevin Ezell. Well, hey, Pastor, this is Kevin Ezel from the North American Mission Board, and today I have the special honor of having Lance Witt, who wrote the book, Replenish. And Lance, again, thank you for writing this book because it's really helped me flesh some things out and be honest with myself about some things and help me reprioritize. And it made such a difference in my life. I wanted to send it to thousands of uh, pastors in the, in the Southern Baptist Convention, which is the denomination I serve. But I just want to say thank you. And, but, but start with a question of what led you to write the book?
1: I think sort of a crisis moment in ministry where, um, you know, I was an executive pastor at Saddleback Church, and I think a lot of people would look at me and go, man, that's, you've kind of gotten to, you know, a great place in a large ministry with a highly influential lead pastor. And yet the truth was beneath the surface, I really wasn't leading myself very well and Uh, things were kind of rough at home. We, you know, struggling in, in my marriage. I just, I I was so busy, Kevin worried about everybody else's sanctification that I didn't really pay much attention to my own. And I was just feeling burned out. And so I, I, after I left Saddleback, I sort of felt like I was on a journey to bring my own soul back to life. And so the book came out of that sort of journey of getting to a really dark place and saying there has to be a better way to live and a better way to do ministry.
0: You know, what I appreciate is like what you you articulate what I felt. I just never really knew how to say it sometimes. So I think, man, yeah, that's exactly what he, that's exactly There's so many bullseye moments as I read through it, but what are some of the reactions that you've received uh,
1: from the book? Um, Well, it's funny the, the, the number one, piece of feedback I get has nothing to do with the content. The number one piece of feedback I get from people is I really love those short chapters. So (laughs) what I've decided is even if your content is lousy, if you make it short enough, people can still digest it. So, um, but, but the other thing I think I just hear from pastors is again, like you, you understand where I live in my day-to-day life as a pastor. And so, that's been, um, I think, a huge piece of the feedback I've gotten is that I feel like pastors' souls have sort of connected with the message of the book.
0: Well, What what are some of the bigger issues, if you don't mind me asking, that you sure. encountered as you work with pastors and churches?
1: Well, and now with my ministry replenished, I do get to sit with a lot of leaders and their teams. And, you know, I, I think probably number one issue I see is there's just this intoxication with success and success as the world kind of defines it and an ambition to have a big growing church and to be a speaker at the conference and, you know, just sort of this like, and also I think, you know, I sometimes say that sometimes we set up a few hundred pastors to struggle with pride and we set up tens of thousands of pastors to struggle with failure. Because their numbers aren't always up and to the right. And sometimes God just gives a pastor a hard assignment in tough soil. And what he really calls on that pastor to do is just be faithful. And so sometimes I will tell pastors, never forget that faithfulness is king and leadership is queen. Leadership matters and you want to be the best leader you can be. But at the end of the day, the thing that God evaluates our lives on is our faithfulness to his call. And so for me, that's a huge issue I see in, in the life of almost every pastor. But I also see a lot of pastors who, when they're really honest, their spiritual life and their prayer life is just kind of stuck. Like they go through the motions and you know they're prepping sermons, but in terms of an intentional pursuit of God, often there's not much vibrancy there anymore. So I just kind of feel like they're going through the motion. So, those are a couple of things I find myself in conversation about all the time with pastors.
0: Well, um, you know, so often pastors go through different types of training, maybe college, seminary. Um, what you focus on here is soul care and self care. I know when I went, there wasn't much. Yeah, um, there wasn't much on that. And uh, do you think this is an area that I, I feel like they're doing better now, perhaps? But do you think it's an area that's been overlooked?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I think all the way back to when I went to seminary, uh, we studied systematic theology and church history and languages and homiletics, but we didn't study leadership. And finally, you know, seminaries and, you know, uh, Bible colleges began to really focus on leadership. Um, but even 20 years ago, no one was really talking about soul care. But I think. Uh, that's finally begun to change. And I think because we've seen that, man, we can pour gasoline on strategy and vision and leadership. But if a guy's falling apart on the inside and he's imploding, uh, he's gonna wreck himself and his marriage and his ministry. And so I think we've kind of finally come to this place of going, we have to do this differently. So probably my my most often used quote I use in my ministry replenish comes from a guy named Parker Palmer. And he says, it is you know, the responsibility of every man and woman who leads in the church to pay attention to what's happening inside himself or herself, lest the act of leadership do more harm than good. And I think when you sit with that, that really is profound. Like if I don't pay attention to what's happening inside of me, I actually run the risk of prostituting the sacred gift of leadership and in the end do more harm than good. And so I think, Finally, we're beginning to realize, like, yes, it can't just be all about skill and vision and strategy and leadership. It has to be about a healthy and holy soul.
0: Right. Oh, that is extremely strong. Well, hey, what are two or three things you'd suggest to a young pastor starting off um, for him to do that would help him thrive long term?
1: This sounds a little bit amorphous, but I would say you've got to learn how to pay attention to your inner life. Like, you've got to just not recognize theologically that you have a soul, but you actually have an inner life that you need to pay attention to. And I would describe my church's attempt to disciple me way back in the day, Kevin, as behavior modification. It was all around, you know, start doing the right things, stop doing the wrong things. But what I didn't realize is that there was this whole underneath the waterline part of me that needed to be transformed. That no one really talked much about the, the level of my emotions and the brokenness from my family of origin and stuff like that that I never paid attention to. And so I think part of what's allowing me to get healthier is doing some of that hard internal work around those internal scripts and um, some of the broken places inside of me. So that would be one. I think a second thing I would say to pastors, and again, it's kind of Christianity 101, but you got to pursue Jesus first. Um, there's this line at the end of Deuteronomy 30 that's a favorite of mine, where uh as the chapter closes, there are these six words, and it just says this, for the Lord is your life. And I would say to you as a pastor, your church is not your life, your ministry is not your life, Jesus is your life. And someday someone else is gonna pastor your church, someday they're gonna give your office to somebody else, someday they're gonna throw your, your business cards in the trash. But if you've been making it about nurturing a relationship with Jesus, it's going to be okay. Because your identity is not found in the name of the church you serve. And um, so one final thing I would say if I could sit down and have a cup of coffee with a pastor is learn how to have a healthy rhythm of life. Um, Work really hard. Give yourself to ministry completely, but also learn how to rest well. So run hard, but rest well and develop some outside interests, develop a practice of Sabbath. And uh, I'll close with this story. I remember Mark Miller, I was in a, he's a, the VP at Chick-fil-A, and um, he was talking to a group of pastors, and he says, you know, when you were born, God gave you a palette of colors with which to paint this amazing life. And he said, my problem with you pastors is you only know how to paint life with one color, and that's the ministry color. And I, I just think for me, part of what's been so healthy is, to have some outside hobbies and interests and some things that put life in me that aren't just ministry. Right. And that allows me to do ministry out of the overflow. So anyway, those are some things I would say to a pastor if I could.
0: Well, Lance, on behalf of thousands of pastors, I just want to say thank you for replenish because that's exactly what it had. That's what exactly what it did in my life. And uh, incredibly and really forever grateful
1: thank you kevin it means a lot to me to just be able to do this with you and um, share with fellow pastors especially southern baptist pastors i was saved in a southern baptist church i went to a southern baptist college and seminary and you know pastored southern baptist church so i so it is in my blood to uh, love you know southern baptist pastors and the good work they're doing on the front lines
0: wow thank you again for your investment in them and your investment in me appreciate it so much thanks for being with us today Thanks for joining us for Quick Takes with Kevin. Each week, Kevin will visit with pastors and leaders as they talk about the challenges they face and the lessons they've learned in balancing faith, family, and ministry. Thank you for being with us.